sales coach and motivational speaker, Ron Garverick, has made the journey from poverty to wealth in his own life, and his passion is to help you in your success journey as well. His methods are proven because he lives them daily, and you can too. Introducing Ron Garverick. Discover your daily deal at the dating site for automobiles, streetvw.com. Here's General Manager John Luciano. You can save thousands on this showstopper, the revved up Volkswagen Atlas Crossport, or get ultra low monthly payments on all new and used vehicles, like on the Volkswagen Atlas. And remember, many Volkswagen vehicles are famous for outstanding fuel economy. And meet the Volkswagen ID4. This affordable electric SUV is going to change everything. Hurry and discover your daily deal now at streetvw.com. Street Volkswagen of Amarillo, 5000 South Sansi. Welcome to another episode of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. And yes, Street Volkswagen is a proud sponsor of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. Go to Street VW, look at the inventory that they got out there. They're, uh, they got the new Volkswagen ID4. Actually, we don't because we sold a lot of vehicles, uh, sold a lot of the ID4s. But check them out. We got inventory still coming in from the factory, so don't worry about that but go to streetvw.com for all your uh, vehicle needs. Also, Dealer Elite is a proud sponsor of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast, the most recognized automotive social network in the world. You sign up now and engage with the best and brightest in the industry. Well, the next guest I got going on, or coming on to the show, I'm, I'm happy to get him on. I, I hear him all the time on Clubhouse and uh He's he's a great guy. He's got a lot of things going on. Daniel Gomez is an award-winning keynote speaker, now business coach, executive coach, corporate trainer, and he has the podcast of the year, or he is the podcast of the year recipient. Daniel speaks and coaches at events all over the world. His passion is to elevate businesses and entrepreneurs to achieve their true potential through their training and coaching programs. Daniel has empowered his clients to build epic success in their personal and professional lives. He is an international best-selling author of You Were Born to Fly, a book written to inspire and give people the high-performance habits and confidence needed to be the leaders of their own destiny. Daniel's high energy and ability to unlock and untap potential in people have made him a highly sought-out speaker and trainer for top organizations, including the U.S. Air Force. He has honored. He was honored with the best of 2019 and 2020 awards for his training and confidence coaching. He and his wife, Mari Gomez, believe in giving back and support women whose lives have been impacted by breast cancer through their 501c nonprofit, the Mary or the Mari Strong Foundation. Now, Daniel is a true professional and he's easy to work with. You got to find him on all, all avenues of social media. He's on, uh, he got his own website, www.danielgomezglobal.com, Facebook, Instagram. You can find him on LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, Twitter. Man, this guy, you could even find him on his website for his book at uh, you were born to fly.com. I'm proud to have this guy on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Gomez, what's going on? First of all, man, I want to give you woo, a round of applause. I'm on the architect 
automotive architect with Ron. So that's for you, my friend. I tell you what, man, I'm excited to be on your show. And thank you, brother, man. I'm excited just to drop value to your audience and see what we can do to have some fun, man. Well, it was a pleasure to have you on. And, you know, I, I first heard you in Clubhouse. Uh, Grant Cardone was in there and you were sharing some knowledge and he was really impressed and in, in hearing what you had to say. And I was like, man, this this guy's got it going on. So while I'm driving to a football game, this was last year. I was driving to a football game last year, and I looked up Daniel Gomez, and I was like, I'm going to follow this guy. And you know, and in other other rooms in Clubhouse, I just sit back and I listen because I'm driving, and I know how annoying it is when you hear road noise in the background. Because I used to do, when I first started the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast, I, I used to do them driving home from work. And then I chose, okay, this is this is what I need to do. And uh, so I held back. What got you into wanting to train people? Well, man, about four years ago, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. And at that moment, my life changed. As a matter of fact, I did a keynote yesterday for 100 dealerships here in San Antonio or in South Texas area with the SA Dealers Association. And I shared how I got the phone call and I couldn't even understand what my wife was saying. She was crying. And next thing you know, all I heard was the word breast cancer come through that Ron, the phone. And as I was driving home, that check engine light came on on the car. And I just felt like God says, man, the check engine light in your life has been on. You're just ignoring it. So as I got home, she had breast cancer stage three. And next thing you know, she made a decision to have a double mastectomy and she got depressed on me. And one thing that people don't realize is when you have a surgery that big, the emotional side is bigger than the physical side. And I think that's true in every aspect of life. And then I ended up resigning from the automotive industry. I was saving up money to buy my own point. I want, I, I, I bled Chevrolet blue. I wear blue. I love blue. I got my GM ring. But next thing you know, God just put it in my heart. I want you to go be a motivational speaker. And I just said, what? And everybody laughed at me, man. Everybody laughed at me. And next thing you know, I just followed my heart. I was a raw speaker because I did, even though at the dealership, uh, I was a GSM GM. I still love to train. So every Monday it wasn't because of ego, but I just, I just love pouring into people. And God reminded me, dude, you did the, <laughs> you did the meetings every Monday. You did the meetings every Monday. I put a sales training packet together, went and knocked on some doors because I was a salesman and the rest is history. I got my foot in the door with a great corporation, Red McCombs outfit here in San Antonio and Mr. Hen Henry Finley GM out there. Um, brought me on. I'm a Combs Ford West and I'm flying now because they believed in me. And as a matter of fact, as I spoke yesterday, they were there to support me, him and the, the vice president, um, Tim Cliver of McCombs Enterprises. And it was just amazing because all you need is one person to believe in you. And somebody out there needs to hear that. We're, we're, we're looking for everybody's approval right now. You don't need everybody's approval. All you need is one person. All you need is a Ron. All you need is a Daniel Gomez inspires to believe in you. And then that from there, you get momentum. And once you got momentum, Ron, I never looked back and I, I, not that it was easy, but sales training led to keynote speaking, led to podcasting, led to now having four employees and man, it's just, you got to start with the seed. But most of us, we get that idea, we get that seed and we never do anything with it. I think you're muted, Ron. That's 100% correct. That, I mean, you have one person that believes in you and you can go far in any industry, in any forms of, of life. And you, you get that early on. If you, uh, 
if you play sports in, in junior high and high school, you got a coach. You got a coach that sits there and, and draws the lines. Here's the right thing to do, and here's the wrong way to do it. And and I got into sports early on because I wanted that um, early in my in my life is a direction to go. And, you know, doing it in high school, then joining the military, you had that structure. And um, it's just the, 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 them believing in you going, you know what, we can do this. We can win a championship. I just need everybody in sync to, to, go with this mission and, and being in the military, it's never leave a fallen soldier behind is we have a mission. We have to accomplish it, accomplish it. And we have to work together. And now in our industry, you know, the coaching industry, the motivational speaking industry is the same way. You have to guide them in that direction to be, to be good, to better themselves so they can, uh, provide for their family and provide for themselves. And it's just, it, you know, it's a great opportunity for that. And I love what you do. And, but you know, the why is why, why do you do it? Well, you know, I, I love what you just said. So in, in my book, sticker shock, actually I wrote this book for the automotive industry. It's sticker shock. The day you realize you're worth millions, leveraging confidence and success in the car business is one thing I realized as I was growing in the automotive industry, as I went from a sales professional to a new car manager, GSM and grew, then I had a hundred employees. And then now I'm out here training in other organizations. A lot of men have never been affirmed. Let me say again, a lot of grown men have never been affirmed. They, they, they were never told son, go out there and do whatever you want to do. Son, you're the best. Usually it's totally the opposite in life. Usually we're told, dim your light, right? Don't get your hopes up too much, Daniel. Don't get your hopes up too much, Ron, because if you get your hopes up it, 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 then, then you, and you don't get it, I don't want you to be down. So we're, we're conditioned, we're programmed, we're hardwired to, to keep our expectations low so we never expect anything good for ourselves. And it's not, and I always wondered when I was younger, I said, well, why does this guy, you bring in this guy, he does 15, 20 cars a month, you bring in this guy, he just does three and six cars a month. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? They have the same phone system. They have the same inventory. Why? Well, it, it, it comes back to what I talk about, right? The affirmations, they're never affirmed. And, and what I talk about in the book is a child that's affirmed at youth, he has more confidence. He'll be more successful in life. It's proven scientifically, proven scientifically as to a child who was never affirmed, never told that they could go out there and accomplish or just had that father role model that really supported them. So as I was doing this, I said, man, we have issues sometimes as men. We're, we're taught these lies, right? And, and then think about this. You, When I got into it, there was still a lot of old school there. You had your manager that would throw crap all over here. Get this crap out of here, right? It's like, and they've already, they're already beaten down. And next thing you know, it's like, well, they ain't going to make it get a month, right? So within two, two months, they're out of there because, A, they've never been affirmed. B, there's no, there was lack of leadership when I started somewhat in the car business. But now it's like it's changing because... Me and Frank Lopez just had this conversation. A lot of these sales professionals, men and women, but I'm saying more men because the men are the ones that are lied to. You got to be tough. You can't cry. You can't show the weakness. And then they're going out there and they're blowing customers out because they don't know how to communicate because they have all this resentment, all this anger towards their dad or whatever it is. And there's a lot of, man, I tell you what, I've, I, this past year and a half, Ron, 
I've had more men cry. And after I do my first initial big training at the dealerships, we break it down. I'll do a smaller one depending on, on that week's agenda. But somebody will linger in and say, hey, Daniel, I had a question about this week's training. And I'm like, and really, it's just their way of, of trying to get in and tell me, I need help. But I had to learn that because they would linger around. Sometimes I'd be like, can I help you? But I said, hey, well, have a seat. Let's talk. And next thing you know, just men start crying because they have just this rejection uh, of themselves because they carry this guilt, this shame. I had an affair. I stayed out late and this happened or whatever it is, or I ain't going to make my mortgage. And, you know, as grown men, we're responsible. And not that women ain't responsible, but I really want to speak to the heart of the man today because a lot of men are carrying shame and guilt around because of the lie that we've been told. Mm -hmm. Real men don't cry. Don't show your emotions. And this is what keeps, right? The day you realize you're worth millions, like my book says, when I talk about it, that's when you go out there and you're not scared to, to try and bet on yourself. Because most people, whether you're a man or woman, you don't bet on yourself the way you should. You really don't because we're not taught that. Over 90% of our population in America, we're taught, we're programmed to think small. We're conditioned to have a scarcity mindset, a lack mentality. And that's why over 90% of entrepreneurs and small businesses fail because they leave that nine to five job wanting to be this entrepreneur, wanting to be this sales professional. And they fail because they don't get the support. And I, I do this. I, I say, raise your hand. When I started my training, I said, raise your hand. Who here was excited? Who, who, who in here, your family, your friends were excited and threw a party for you because you're going to be an automotive sales professional? Raise your hand. And everybody laughs because nobody raises their hand. Because this is what they say. Why do you want to do something stupid like that? Why do you want to do something dumb like that? Ron tried that and he failed. Daniel tried that and he failed. That's what, that's what they say. And I'll never forget. Her name is Rosie. I'll never forget this lady's name. I was working at Clark American Checks. This is after my dad passed away and I had a big transition in my life when I was 25, 26 years old. She goes, you know, if you leave, you can't come back. You know, my brother-in-law tried to do car sales. And I looked her in the eyes and said, Rosie, with all respect, ma'am. You're my boss, but I ain't going to come back. And they laugh too. So I've been used to people laughing at me, Ron. But by the grace of God, I always remember greater is the power behind me than any task in front of me. I left that job. And next thing you know, green pea in the automotive business. That next year, Juan, salesman of the month. I'm salesman of the month, salesman of the year. Took my wife to Hawaii. Started making more money I ever made. Next thing you know, my, my second year, I'm making over $100,000 a year. This is 20 years ago, so it's like a quarter million dollars now. We paid off our house. I was I was kind of on the fast track of not saving money. I met this gentleman. They marched out, went to his conference, automotive sales training conference. He goes, you need to start saving money. I said, you're crazy. Because I, I wasn't conditioned to save $1,000 a month. He goes, son, I love you. I see something in you. Save $1,000 a month. But I was like, Ron, I said, I told him this, Ron. I said, I said, I said, hey. I would, I love that mark, but I'm spending, I'm spending 6,000 making 5,000. And he says, well, you need to change what you're doing. So I did. And the rest is history. And that's how I was able to start my business. And I never looked back, man. One thing that, you know, I, when I first started in the automotive industry, I, you know, I had a finance manager, which loved to drink. And so we would go out occasionally and get plastered and, and, We'd show up to work on Saturday and we'd find the darkest room 
in the dealership just to try to get rid of this hangover or try to wake up and it didn't matter how much coffee we drink, how, how much um, energy drinks we drank, we were just not pro- proactive. And it got to be around lunchtime. Finally, when we got some food in us, we we got to feel better. And I, you know, from nine in the morning till noon or twelve thirty, I wasn't productive. I wasn't doing anything. And so I had to sit back and and I had to ask myself, is this what I want to do? Is this, you know, if if I'm going to be in the automotive industry and I need to get myself out of this this hole I'm in and provide for my family i need to stop all this stupid stuff i need to stop drinking i need to stop staying out so late and i, I finally told andy i said i'm, I'm not doing it anymore I, I have a i have a goal first i was told that i shouldn't even be in car sales the owner didn't even want me because we were only selling eight to twelve cars a month and he was like there's no reason we need five salesmen if that's all you guys are selling and then they brought a new GM in and he didn't, he didn't like me because I dealt with him when I worked at the newspaper uh, in, in the advertising part up in Oklahoma. And so we had, we weren't clicking and he, you know, he was trying every which way to get rid of me, to, to get me to quit. He couldn't fire me because I wasn't doing anything wrong. And finally, I, I made a choice saying, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to be number one in this industry, in this auto group, and I'm going to show everybody that I belong here. And that's what I did. I trained myself to be a top salesman. I was number one in out of 500 in the auto group, uh, not once or twice, three years in a row. And then finally, they're like, you know what? We'll make you a GM. Hey, GM, you're fired. Ron, you're in charge. And I wasn't trying to take anybody's job. I just, when you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of doubters out there and there's a lot of haters that I get private messages telling me, hey, you suck. Hey, you know what you really need to be doing is uh, find a real job. Stop, stop making videos. Stop doing your podcast. And A, I could pick up my ball and go home. Or B, I could just accept that I'm going to have trolls and I'm going to have haters and move on because there's other people out there. There's more people out there that send me messages or say, hey, I'm inspired by what you say. I'm I'm motivated when I watch your video. And just I woke up this morning and my, my marketing manager sent me a text message of a video that sh- she took from me. And put on their YouTube and the video was, you're not following up with your customers. And the, the customer or the, the person that viewed it said, yes, yes, yes. Street Volkswagen, you are so special to so many people. It's because of you and your love for people and follow up with them because we see that you care. You truly care about their automotive needs and their experience at your dealership. Well, you said something that I want that I want to pinpoint because I'm going to say this, or somebody needs to hear this. People are going to criticize what they can't duplicate. Let me say that again. People will criticize what you you watching this or listening to this on iTunes. They're going to criticize what you can't duplicate. 
And I love what Ron said. And it, it gets to the point where you, you have to, you right. Their frequency levels here, wherever the doubters are and the haters. And, and I don't even pay attention because I'm up here on this another plane. Cause I'm with the shakers and the bakers and I'm with those people that are making a difference. So if, if someone, one thing that I learned in maturity, especially on LinkedIn, cause I was getting not, 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 not messages to say, but just comments, I learned to ignore them. And you have to grow as that person out there. Whoever's watching this, you have to understand that you can't be allowing those other salesmen, those other people in the, in the leadership or just even family members. Cause once you start to rise with some level of success, now, then, then, then they start making sarcastic remarks like, oh, it must be nice to get a brand new Corvette. It must be nice to get that bigger house. And you're like, yeah, it is. Cause I work my tail off and God blesses me. Cause I told it and I saw, I, I, I tithe and I give to his, to, to, to the church. I hope the homeless, I hope the needy, you don't know what I do behind there. So listen to what we're talking about, because if people are talking about you and you're one of those that's reactive and that was me when I was younger, Ron. I was reactive and wanted to prove them wrong or validate myself. Listen, you don't have to validate yourself to anybody. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. Let me say it again. You don't have to validate yourself to anybody. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody because you're already approved. You're already validated. You're already enough. God's already validated you. And when I really learned to ignore that and tune it out, it got a lot easier. And next thing you know, since you're not, you're not paying attention to that lower frequency, you're now you're making room for, for, for the new frequency and for new people. So I have a question for you. If sometimes, and we, we, and, and we don't even realize this, but we do this subconsciously, we're codependent and we like that negative attention and you have to learn to tune it out because all you're doing is attracting more negative attention to you. And in reality, you have to push those people outside of your association I call it your per, uh, your playground, right? Who's in your playground playing on your swings, playing on your merry-go-round? If you don't push those people to your outer circle to allow new influences, new people to come into your playground, you're never going to grow into that next person. Because one thing I'll tell you, and this is what I had to do, Ron, it was hard, but sometimes it's even a family member that you have to disassociate yourself with. There was many, you know, you, you were resonating because I would go out on a, on a Thursday night, we have bike night. And next thing you know, we had to go back and, and have another day of working. And man, I mean, that's not, cause really I'm, I'm, I'm laughing inside because you would say nine or 12, but really it's two or three or four. Cause sometimes the day you're just sluggish and you know, maybe you could have closed that deal. Cause your energy, right. When your energy level is low, your clients, they, 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 they sense that if your frequency is low, your energy is low. Customers feel that. You gotta be like, hey, welcome to Volkswagen. We're ready to rock and roll. Welcome to Nevada Chevrolet. We're here to help you out. They feel that energy and they feed off of it. I'm not saying being loud, but that enthusiasm. I haven't read one sales book yet that doesn't talk about enthusiasm, the power of enthusiasm, how it's contagious. So really pay attention to A, who are the five people I'm hanging around with? Who are the five people in my playground? And who's that one person that's maybe cynical or that maybe just talks to you? And doesn't really lift you up. They bring you down. Even if it's a family member, you got to push them to the outer circle because you're never going to grow because you're attached to them. And until you put yourself in a different environment, that's when you're going to start becoming the new you because it's all a journey of becoming, Ron. I like what you said there. Even if it's a family member, you know, I've cut off some people in my life. I talk to them. I'm cordial. But you bring negativity. I ain't got time for that. I can't have negativity in my life. 
if you're complaining all the time, if you're like, hey, how are you? Well, you know, I'm just not having a good day. So-and-so next door, they were their kids were walking in my lawn, and then I had to go out there and tell them to get off my lawn. Blah, blah. <laughs> tell me how how great life is. I'm, I mean, I used to be a negative person. People are like, good morning, Ron. I'm like, what's so good about it? And I... It, I, I see where I was going with that life. I decided, man, I can't do this. I got to focus on the positivity of life and move on with that. Yeah. I mean, one thing is this, is that whatever, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you feed grows, whatever you feed grows, we all have that white wolf, that good wolf that wants to go out there and take on the world be the number one sales professional, be the number one BDC rep, be the number one at what you're doing. And that white wolf is hungry. But then you got that little black wolf that says, who do you think you are? You're not good enough. Don't you remember what you did? Mm -hmm. And so many times as, as, as we try to feed that white wolf to go out there and become that GSM, that GM, that finance director, whatever your goal is, if it's automotive or maybe just it's in life, to, to buy that new house, put your kids to do college. That, that black wolf always comes up and he reminds you, Hey, don't forget what you did. And we, and, and we allow that. And then we got that family member. That's always there too. Right. Hey, and you just got to disassociate with them because what you feed grows. So my question to your audience right now, Ron, is what are you feeding every day? Are you feeding your mind with positivity? If, if you want to, if, if you want to change your life, I'm going to give you four easy things to do. Right. You're doing one of them right now. You're listening to a podcast that's helping you think differently. So it's what you're listening to makes a difference. Listen to a podcast. Listen to um, something that's going to edify you on YouTube. Second, what are you reading? Read books. Maybe you're going to say, Daniel, I don't have time to read. OK, well, guess what? They have Audible now. Your goal should be to listen to one, at least one book a month. Read a book, whether you read it or listen. Right. And then what are you what are you watching? What, what, what are you taking in? Our eyes taking over a million, our eyes taking over a million optics a second. I see. Yes. I said that right. A million pictures a second. So what we focus on, we attract to ourselves. That's why marketers know this. That's why during the NFL, when football games come out, that's why they put Bud Light commercials because they know that sooner or later you're, you're, you're going to be attracted Are a million optics. And then lastly, right. We talked about this already. What are your associations? What are you associating? Who you're associating with every day? What am I listening to? What am I watching? Who am I hanging around with? And B, listen to a podcast. Instead of listening to the radio on your way to work, on your way to the dealership, listen to something that's going to add value to you. I learned this from Brian Tracy 20 years ago. Make your car a university on wheels. If you listen to something four years in a row, right, every day for a year, no, if you listen to something every day for a year, it's equivalent to a, to a four-year degree is what he said. And it's true because I listen to sales training every day, every day, every day for two or three years. And it, that stuff still sticks with me because it's conditioned into your mind now. So you have to do something different. So, right, you want, I, I can tell you this, right? I can tell you what your future is going to be like. Can I tell the future? Yeah. You know why? Write this down right now. Your future is hidden in your daily routine. Let me say that again. Your future is hidden in your daily routine. What are you doing daily? Are you putting in the reps every single day? Or are you making excuses every single day? 
Mm -hmm. Are you putting in the reps every single day or are you making excuses every single day? 100%. Talk about reading. You go to Amazon right now. You were born to fly. Be original. Be the best of you. It's only $14.97. Invest in yourself. Get this book by Daniel Gomez. You can get it on paperback and on Kindle. And are, are you on Audible? Uh, not yet. The next book's going to be on Audible. We're going to put that one on Audible. There you sure. go. So we got That's a, actually, I'm working on my third. I got three bestsellers. One of them's a collaboration book, but the, the third one we got coming out on by myself is going to be coming out here by the first quarter of, of 2022. So I'm excited. I, and talk about writing books, man. I know you know this, but it is hard. It is hard to tell your story or tell uh, a, something to relate, to catch the uh, person's attention uh, to read those chapters. I'm, I'm, I'm on chapter two and I've been doing this for nine months and I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is so hard, but I want, I want there to be a message in each chapter and it, and it's, you read it and you're like, no, that don't sound very good. And then you go back and you change it and you, and you add a little bit more value or a little bit more stuff into it. But it, it I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, the, the first one, I almost gave up right on You Were Born to Fly. I almost didn't finish it, but luckily, uh, my publisher at the time pushed me through the program. And then Sticker Shock, I actually wrote this one in 60 days, but a lot of it was, was it was easier because, of course, I, I was in the automotive industry for 20 years right. myself. So a lot of the stuff that's in here is, is automotive related, really great tips to um to help the autom the you know, the, your, your sales professionals at your dealership. And I, I love what you said, though, but the thing is this, Ron, is is you're trying. And sometimes in the automotive industry and in life, we don't even try, right? We, we, we're, we're comfortable where we're at. The, the reality is this is, is you get a young green pea comes in, like you were saying earlier off, off the record when, before we started recording, the average young person is making about a thousand five hundred, maybe 2,500. And then they come to the automotive industry. That's a month. We'll just say 2,500 a month. And now they're making four or 5,000. So they get this big check and then they're like, man, I got enough money for three months. So goes back to what I said, they're preconditioned to live at a certain level of life. So they self-sabotage themselves. That's why you get a new green pea that comes in and he has a first amazing month, second month. Next thing you know, he makes 5,000, 6,000. He makes 10, 11,000. Never made that in his life. The, the most he's ever made was really, right? $2,000 a month, 4,000. And now he has quadruple the money. And in his mind, he's saying, guess what? Well, I don't have to work as hard because I made more money already than I already have. And subconsciously they take the foot off the gas and they don't, they're not productive for two or three months. And then when they start thinking, Oh man, I need money. I'm out of money. They, they that's when they come back to work. So it's really reconditioning your mindset and, and affirming, like we talked about earlier, telling those sales professionals, Hey, you can do this. You're worth it. Because if, if I wouldn't have taken the time to listen to on March down and one of my old first GMs, Mr. Stevie Bottom, he says, son, you got potential in you save some money because you and I both know, we know a lot of car dogs that made a lot oh, of money and they're broke. Exactly. They're, I mean, it's, it's sad. And, and you know, the funny thing is they get the 90 day smarts and they think they know everything after 90 days. And, and once they hit that 90 days, that's when their month starts to drop And you're, you're 100% right. They, then they get into desperate mode and they do, they sell the car, but they don't follow the process. 
and then you have bad CSIs, you have upset customers. And, you know, last October I had a salesman come into my office and he wrote some numbers down. And I said, what's that? And he goes, if I can't make at least $8,000 a month these next two months, I'm quitting. I said, why would you do that? And he goes, I'm not made for the car business then. He goes, but I need you to be on me every day to make sure that I hit my goal. He goes, because if I don't hit it, I'm done. I, I'm quitting. And I said, all right. I said, I don't want to hear any complaining. I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't want to hear anything that, oh, man, it's just hard out there because I've, I've done it. You guys, you know, you guys don't believe that I used to be a salesman, but I've done it. And if you listen and you follow my direction, you're going to succeed. This guy does not make less than $10,000 a month. And he knew no, nothing about the car business when he first got in. You know I mean, and, and I didn't even want him hired because he didn't look like he could sell cars. Um, and, but he is, he has not given up. He makes no less than $10,000 a month and he's high on heaven. On top of that, he's a single father with a teenage boy that plays football. And I said, I know you always want to be at work. I know you always want to, uh, make money and succeed, but you ain't going to be able to watch him play football for the rest of his life. So take this opportunity and go to his games. But if you work your hours that you're supposed to work, you uh, have great time management and you do everything you need to do to, before you leave to go watch those football games, then you'll, you'll, you'll succeed and you'll make it, but you got to follow the procedure, maximize your time and do the policies and procedures that I've taught you and you'll be able to do it. Yeah, you're right. And and I'm glad you brought that up because I think so many times we put, uh, I, this was a, this was one of my mistakes. This is something that I felt guilty about and shameful is that I carried the the shame and guilt of my wife having breast cancer because I would bring that crap home. I would, I, right. I was that deep personality under pressure. And in my everyday, what happened was that every day I was just a life of the party, expressive personality, but under, under shotgun, it's like, boom, mom, what's the bottom line is get stuff done. We're going to win. Well, you operate in that for 20 years in the automotive industry where you're just open the month, close the month, open the month, close the month. You come home and you're like, open the month, close the month, do this, do that. And it, you can't run the home. And that's a mistake I did. And it cost me, you know, um, it didn't, I don't, I wasn't a terrible dad, but I could have been a lot more, uh, right. engaged in my, in my daughter when she was younger and my, and the kids know that, you know, they, they, they hurt, they're human beings. My son, one of the, I just talked about this yesterday when I gave my keynote, you know, one of the biggest things that really showed me that I was on the right track was after my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was like four or five months, I, I was already on my own on my way. Cause you know, dad, I just, I love hanging out with you now. And me being the jokester, I said, well, what? You didn't like hanging out with me before? And he just yeah. up. He goes, no, dad, you weren't nice sometimes. But we don't see that because all we see things is from our own point of mm -hmm. view. We don't see it from that, from our kids' point of view. And you got to, that stuff, that stuff is priority, right? God, once the moment I put God, family, then business, we doubled in 2020. We're having a record breaker 2021. We just hired an account executive because it's too much for one person in the front end, which was me as far as the revenue. And we hired, we right. 
we have our employees on the back end for fulfillment, but it's just, it's good. But God, family, then business. And some organizations don't see it that way. You got some business, you know, car dealerships. They want you to put the business, then your family, and then God. They want to reverse that all. But the, the business is first. They need to find another yeah. dealership. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. And it's like, if you're not making money, if you're not per, uh, selling cars at my dealership, then you, we have an issue. We need, you know, I'm going to write you up. And, but that brings your morale down. And in, in some cases, it makes you feel like you're a slave in, in, in this industry. And, you know, I, I pray to God all the time. I, I, I thank him for, for what he's done for me, bringing me from the, the bottom to where I am today. And, uh, I ask him to guide me in directions that I need to go. I'm not going to do this on my own because I, I've realized I tried to do it on my own and I didn't succeed. But once I, I, I let God back into my life, he has helped me and guided me in the right direction that I need to be at. You know, people are like, Ron, why do you speak? Ron, why do you want to coach? Ron, why do you want to help people? And it's because where I was in my life, 15, 20 years ago, it was all about Ron. You know, I, I hated God when my dad passed away and the life I was living was, I was, I was a self-destructing human being and I wouldn't allow him in my life. And, and I was like, I'm going to do this on my own because I'm a, I'm my own person. And I had roadblock after roadblock after roadblock and then when I realized, man, I need, I need to bring God back in, you know, it, it, he, he, he took away my father for a reason. And if I just allow him back in my life, he will explain to me, he won't sit there and talk to me and sit down and have a cup of coffee and go, well, Ron, the reason I took your dad, no, he's going to tell me in his own way why he did what he did. And I started to forgive and started to allow him back into my life. And once I did that, I started seeing the bigger picture. He was guiding me in the in the right direction. And he was like, this is where I want you to go. So the reason I help people is because people don't, in, in this day of age, and I mean, you see a lot of videos and you see uh, a lot of people trying to help people in this business, but are they doing it for the right reasons? And my wife told me one time, Ron, you can't. You can't, uh, people can't be you. And I tell them, I don't want them to be me. I want them to be better than me. Yes. No, I mean, you have to be you. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because so many times we, I know we're, we're coming towards the end of your show, but I wanted to share this is that you have to just be you. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Don't worry about comparing yourself. Just be you. I'll never forget there was this one guy who did an amazing walk around when I first entered the automotive industry and I wanted to be like, like him. But I realized that I have my own unique gifts. Walk in your gifting. Everything you have inside of you is what you need to succeed. You even have more inside of you than you realize. So just know that God doesn't make mistakes, right? God doesn't make mistakes. You're not a mistake. The fact that you have made mistakes doesn't make you a mistake. The fact that you failed doesn't make you a failure. 
It doesn't. So just walk in your authority of who you are, walk in your giftings, and don't compare yourself to this guy, to this girl, to this lady. Just be you. Because all you need to be is just you because you're the best you possible. And when you walk in that gifting, there's nothing that you can do. And I'm going to end with this, Ron. If God can take penicillin and turn it into mold, right? If God can take mold, I'm sorry. If God can take stinky old mold and turn it into penicillin, which is good for the body, heals the body. What can he not do in your life? If you exactly. give him a place and a space to you. Man, did you guys get that? Did you just hear what he said? Wow. If God can take mold, stinky old smelly mold, and turn it into penicillin, which heals the body. What can he not do in your life if you give him that space and place if you allow him to? He's knocking at the heart. You just got to let him in. And like Ron said, my life, I mean, you know, I've had the Rolexes, the Corvettes, the Mont Blancs, the suits. But at the end of the day, when you're losing your wife, all that crap doesn't matter, man. Oh, no, no. I love I mean, I, wealth. I, I mean, God wants to bless us. I get that. But at the end of the day, it's like, hey, God, family, then business. 100%. Wow. This, this uh, episode was brought to you by Dealer Elite, the most recognized automotive social network in the world. Sign up today and engage with the best and brightest in the industry. Also, Street Volkswagen of Amarillo. They are a proud sponsor of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. Go check out the new ID4 and the new Volkswagen Taos at streetvw.com and once again you can't forget garve automotive is sponsoring this show garve automotive finance sales bdc training and also management training go to garveautomotive.com that's g-a-r-v as in victor automotive.com check out the training um you know find me on social media facebook linkedin youtube uh, check out the podcast. You can find it on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. I'm on there and the Manager TO podcast. Daniel, how can people reach you? Uh, the great thing is they can go to www.danielgomezglobal.com. That's danielgomezglobal.com. We actually have a free assessment there for entrepreneurs. Fill out the assessment. It's my way of giving back. And send me a message to there through our website, and we'll give you a complimentary 45-minute um, discovering coaching session. And then also on all platforms, my, our show is the Daniel Gomez inspire show. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. And we have some great content there for you. And then you can go, like you said, um, this book is definitely good for the automotive industry. It's made for the automotive industry, leveraging confidence in, and success in the car business. And then for self-development, you were born to fly. They're both there on Amazon. So I would love to connect with you. Send me a message. And if you need anything for me, I'm here to serve you because I believe in, in giving back, Ron. So thank you, my friend, for having me. I appreciate you. No, it, the pleasure is all mine. And guys, don't forget, you can log on. He's right there on. If you have an iPhone, just type in the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show. He's right there. He's got great episodes going on. I mean, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have this on. You know, I listen to Clubhouse and – you know, sometimes people just rattle on and they talk about stuff outside the automotive industry. They're not, you know, they're not really in depth in when they're talking, they're not talking to help. They're just talking to talk. And so 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm driving down the road going, man, what does this have to do of helping anybody? You know? And so, you know, they talk about gibberish. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say what they talk about. Cause I don't want them to say, well, the guy's making fun of me. No, I'm not making fun of you. It's just, if you're going to talk about the industry and you want to talk about helping people, let's get on that subject. I, it, I used to have problems at sales meetings when they would talk about everything, but the car industry it's like so who do you think is going to win the texas arkansas game today and it's like i don't care what <laughs> nuggets can you give me to make me better today and so i go i go on podcast and i listen to it and you know if, if i see a name that i'm familiar with i'm like oh tim kent i'm gonna listen to and even though i've heard almost everything that tim kent has ever had to say everything that Corey mosley's ever had to say everything that Shaka Dyson's ever have to say, I still go back and I re-listen to what they say. So it, so if I, if I miss something the first five times, maybe that sixth time I'll hear something different again and it can change my, um, my life for that day or for that week. So I'm constantly, I have an hour drive to work every single day. And all I do is I don't, like you said, I don't listen to the radio. Um, I seldom listen to my iTunes. I just go straight in and l listen to uh, podcasts. I used to listen to Audible, and then for some reason now I can't log into my Audible anymore. But I mean, the books, the books out there are wonderful. Um, if you looked on my Facebook last night, I posted some books that has helped me out throughout the uh, my career in the automotive industry and did some shout outs out there, but man, read a book, watch a video, always invest in yourself, always be better, always uh, sharpen your ax because I mean, you slip up, somebody's going to uh, do something and they're going to beat you. And this is a competitive world. And uh, I mean, this is a great opportunity and, and, and check out, Daniel Gomez's books also, guys. Go to Amazon, type in Daniel Gomez, and invest in yourself and, and buy a book today. And listen to his show. I mean, if you get tired of hearing me ramble, man, go and, and catch a, a Daniel Gomez-inspired show. It, if it doesn't uplift you, I'll pay you 100 bucks. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. What an honor to be on your show. Let me give you another round of applause as we... This goes out to Ron and Garve Automotive. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you very much.